This is Conversations with Karen B. A real podcast talking about real shit. I know you guys are used to other podcasts entertaining you, telling you about different shows, different popular things. Uh, My podcast will be a little different. My podcast will actually talk about real issues, real stuff going on in this day and age, 2019. Um, I hope you guys enjoy what me and my friends and family end up talking about. So here goes nothing. On this first episode, it is pretty much like an introduction to everything. It's what the podcast will be about. And the first subject I want to talk about is turning 30 years old. Yes, you did hear me. Three zero. That's a crazy number, in my opinion. So pretty much, uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Karen B. I am a wife. I am a mother to a toddler. I work. I go to school. I'm actually going for my second degree. I already have my uh, BA, and I am actually going for my second degree to go into nursing. And it is very scary, let me tell you that. Not the whole just about school itself, but going to school back in your 30s. Because I graduated before I was even 25. And I even thought that was late in life. But now trying to do a whole nother career and a whole new school, competing with all these young guns, it's, it's fucking intimidating, I'm sorry to say. So... I got to fight a little a little harder, a little stronger compared to these young kids, girls, and guys that are not working, having a full-time job, full-time mommy, full-time wife. I got to work two, three times as hard as them. I am Latina. I am born here in the United States, but my parents are from El Salvador. So I consider myself a Salvadorian American. Very, very proud of that. To all my Salvies out there. My husband, he's also Central American. He is from Costa Rica. To all your Ticos out there, represent. So one of the first things I want to talk about is this podcast. This podcast, it's weird to say out loud, but it's a form of, I guess, somewhat of therapy. I've always needed therapy. Along this podcast, you will learn a lot about me and how I didn't go to therapy when I was younger. Maybe I should have, but... I guess this is my own form of therapy. I think it's good to get out there and actually talk. So many people's voices are being silenced. So I feel maybe this is my shot to actually say what I got to say and hope whatever I'm saying, maybe you like and maybe you understand where I'm coming from. One of the first things I'm going to talk about is depression. Depression is something I hold very dear. Depression and mental health. I hold very dear because I feel everyone in this world, in this day and age, is going through something. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. I'm going to bring along some friends and family members that are also going through depression and see how the difference is as well. Because for me, depression at 30 might be different from somebody compared to 20 years old. Uh, I'm going to be talking about your family, your loved ones. A big one that I have is friendship. You're going to meet a couple of my girlfriends that I've been friends with for the past over 15 years after high school. So you're going to get to meet them, see what friendship means to them. I have a whole bunch of good questions about that. Being a migrant's child and how the pressure is different. For us, pressure in a sense of 
we're going to be talking about how our expectations are. Like our parents cross la frontera and the border pretty much. And we got to make sure what we're doing isn't not worthless, but it's worth doing because of their sacrifices. I feel like that one's going to be a big one, too. I'm going to try to get my brother onto the show. I don't know how I'm going to convince him. But I have two older brothers that are both in the military. One is a veteran already and the other one's still active. But how is it one of the podcasts I'm going to be talking about is the sibling of a military person. We always hear about the mom and dads and how how it feels like the wives, the husbands, the children. But what about the siblings of them? How it's affected my life, how positive, negative things have come out on it. Being a real working mom, a real working mom, though. I know a lot of celebrities and things like that. They're always talking about working mom, working mom, this and that. It's like, yeah, you're a working mom, but are you really a working mom? I'm going to bring some friends as well. We're going to talk about the struggles, things we have to do about being a working mom. Another big one that I have is how millennials are giving us a bad freaking name. Don't get me wrong. I'm at like the beginning, and I say this very clearly, beginning of the millennial section. I fucking hate millennials. I'm sorry. These mofos are just, (laughs) they're unbelievable. Not only millennials, but also hipsters. It's like a whole new species out there. I swear to God. It's just, I don't understand them. I don't understand them. And maybe because I don't understand them, maybe I have this hatred towards them. But the way they're perceiving themselves also is very frustrating because now I'm being put into this group just because the year I was born. Yes, I was born in the late 80s, but that doesn't mean I'm a millennial just like them. I feel I'm still considered the previous generation because I grew up with my older brothers and I grew up with all the stuff that they had to go through. I have some secret obsessions I'm going to talk about, some memes I want to talk about, a very nice one that I thought was pretty cool. Well, you get to hear about my life a little bit is becoming your parents and how if it's a positive or a negative thing. We'll find out and we'll see from other people how they think they are. Another big one that I like is being a Latina in this day and age and how it's impossible to become the perfect Latina woman. It's very hard to say that because in our lives, we're always like pretty much drilled down that we need to be this perfect Latina woman that cooks, cleans, makes babies, does everything for the husband, as our previous aunts, uncles, mothers, grandparents have done. But why is that? Why Why do we have to be into that stereotype? And it's another stereotype for our own race, and that sucks. Uh, we're going to be talking about how influencers or social media are giving the next generation a bad type of person to look up to. I don't know about you guys, but Oprah is the person I look up to. And God. So unless you got some Oprah type of status or whoever else, I don't know how you can top Oprah. Maybe Mother Teresa, Princess Diana. I know those people have died, but those are people to actually look up to. You will learn a little bit more about my life, about my infertility issues that I've been having. I feel a lot of women out there barely are starting to talk about it. Very barely. We're barely at the cusp of it. I'm going to bring in some people that I know that have been struggling to get pregnant or have gotten pregnant and have had miscarriages. This is the nitty gritty. We can't. You can't be squeamish for this podcast because I'm going to be talking about some real shit and you got to get over whatever issue you have with talking about miscarriages, abortions, things like that. Because 
it's out there. It's out there, it's in your face, and you have to get used to it. As you can tell, there is a little picture on my icon. It is a sugar skull. In Spanish, it's called a calavera. It's mostly represented for people who are thinking of the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. I obviously respect this, this event. It's mostly in the Mexican countries, but it, it trickles down to Central America and some South America. I feel this is a big part of my life. Uh, one of the podcasts I'm going to also be talking about is dealing with death of a loved one. Dealing with it, how to see death, how to feel it, how to just come out, not on top of it, but how to be prepared for it. And it's scary to think about it because when my brother died, I was seven, eight years old. So at that age, I, I had to fucking grow up real quick. And I did. So I feel that this represents not, not just my brother that died, but about how just because somebody dies doesn't mean that they're dead. Yes, they are physically, their bodies are dead. I understand that. But their spirit still lives on. I try to live my life every day as if my brother would be living it. He didn't get a chance to graduate high school, go to college, get married, even have kids. So I feel every single time a big moment in my life happens, I'm living it through his eyes. That I'm doing it, yes, but I'm doing it for him, in a sense. You know? So Dia de los Muertos, you got to honor the people that have died before you. It's not only my brother. My, gra my grandparents have died. My aunts and uncles, my great grandparents. So we got to learn to honor them. There's also a uh, a couple butterflies on the same logo. Butterflies represent to me a uh, rebirth, regrowth, pretty much. And to me, turning thirty is one of those things because fuck, it's not an easy number to do. But to me, this podcast, this whole turning thirty, I feel it's like a rebirth. It's like all right. Let's do some shit now. It's already 30 years old. You got to find yourself. You got to do the things that you want to do. That's another conversation we're going to be having about when, when it comes to relationships, about not losing yourself in your significant other. Finding you. It also has some flowers, like a, what is it called? A rose crown. And this represents people in my life. I have a lot of family members that are named after flowers, so I just... One little appreciation towards them of why I'm doing this. I'm hustling for them, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. What, what is the reason that I'm doing this podcast? I'm doing it for me. Like I said before, it's my own form of therapy. And I feel like I got some good insights. I got really good friends that actually know what the fuck is going on out there. Yes, we live in California. There's beaches, there's good food, Instagram food, everybody. I understand that stuff. But I feel we got more to say. We got more things to do. I feel our perspectives are spot on with other people's perspectives. So now I'm doing the big one. How does it feel for me to turn 30 in the year 2019? It is fucking scary. It is terrifying. Let me tell you that. Being 30 in this day and age, it's nothing compared to 30 years ago when, what, 
in the late 80s, early 90s turning 30. By the time you were 30 back then, even then, you were not expected, but you were more likely having your own house, a whole bunch of kids, getting your life together. Sometimes I feel like I don't even got my life together. Sometimes I feel lost. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's taken me a long time to realize there's nothing wrong with feeling a little lost. Being 30, that's what it is. It's just, it's just a fucking number. I don't feel 30. I don't feel old. I mean, yes, my back hurts sometimes. My ankles get swelled up if I'm standing too much. My sciatica is acting up. Or sometimes I get more headaches. Or I got to make sure I'm always drinking water. I understand those things. But my my brain and my mind, how I view things, I still feel like I'm a 16, 17-year-old kid in high school dealing with shit. Back then I was dealing with stuff and I'm still dealing with stuff. Now, more of the stuff I'm dealing with now, it's more adult stuff. I understand that. But I still feel pretty good. It just, I guess with all this new technology, hence the podcast, this new technology that's out there, new social media out there. Back then when we were growing up, there was nothing like this at all. Maybe we would get a cell phone, a sidekick. I remember in high school, you were like the coolest guy out there. And you would ask people like, hey, can I borrow your sidekick to go on MySpace? You know? So everything you want is new. New, new, new phone, new iPhone XR, X Max bullshit. I'm not gonna lie, I have one, yes. But that was for my 30th birthday, I treated myself. So that's a different story. But people always want new things. Turning 30 is, it's almost like... An accessory. It sounds weird. But an accessory accessory in a sense of, okay, I'm 30. Now I need to do this. I hope I'm posting enough Instagram posts about my wonderful life. Going to fucking Cancun, Rosarito, fucking Europe, fucking New York. All these other great, amazing places. But I feel like you got to prove yourself that the past 30 years haven't been for nothing. In a sense, you know? That sucks because I'm not going to lie. I turned 30, but in my 20s, I had to get shit done. I'm not like those girls that had everything handed to them. I have a single mom and it was me and my brothers for a very long time. So I didn't get a chance to get all these extravagant gifts. Not that it's, it's something wrong to get those things, but I just didn't get the opportunity to do that. You know, even for my wedding, we had... 18 people at my wedding that's because it's all we can afford we didn't even have a honeymoon to this day we are four years in we still have not taken our honeymoon hawaii will still be there in a couple years when we save up for it right but that's what i mean like i had to get shit done so my 20s is not that they were a blur i would go out have fun go out with the girls you know do all these things but i had to get shit done i didn't have time to party so to me Turning 30 is almost turning 20 again because I feel like now I have a stable income. I have a good solid relationship with a lot of people and I want to I want to fuck some shit up, you know? I want to do stuff on my terms. I want to do stuff for me. This is my time. <laughs> oh my god, I sound like the Goonies. This is our time. Oh, I fucking love the Goonies. But by the time my mom was this age, my mom had four kids. By the time she was 27, so it is a different day and age. 
a lot more women and men are having children later on in life, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some people might find it bad, but um, it's good. You're establishing yourself, and you're doing it right. It's a scary fucking feeling that you're getting old. Because you're 30, then you're 40, then you're 50, then you're 60. And then what happens? You're going to become a grandparent. And what if you become a great-grandparent? That's crazy as well. Overall, turning 30, it's all right. It's nothing crazy. I feel I feel all right towards it. I mean, I'm alive. I have air in my lungs, blood going down my body or wherever. I have a husband who loves me. I have a daughter who adores me. My mother's still alive. My brothers, three of them, are still alive. I have friends that I adore and love more than anything in this world. Family that are my constant supporters for everything I do. I am living a good life right now at 30 years old. And sometimes I get lost to see that because... I want to be those girls that are just carefree. Let me take a trip here. Let me take a trip there. It's like, no, I can't do that. I got responsibilities. I got to, guess what? I got to pay my mama's bills. Shit. My mom is everything to me. My mom is my life. She's taught me everything. And I'm going to make sure that she doesn't go a day in her life without needing something. I'm providing for her and I'm down proud of it. So hopefully you like what you're hearing. You like for what my podcasts are going to be about, you can stay with me. Stay with me on this journey. Oh my God, that sounded so fucking creepy. I sounded like Willy Wonka right there. I was like, stay in the journey. But I want you guys just to come here, listen to myself, see what you guys think. I'm going along. I'm learning as I go. So if I fuck up, my bad. My bad. I'm getting better little by little. So... Like I said, I'm getting my shit done. I hope you guys liked it. So this is Karen B. Signing off on Conversations with Karen B.